ML Nation, episode 230. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and welcome to a special episode where you get to hear what's going on behind the scenes at ML Nation and get a close-up view of the world of Simon Chan. Now, this is where you not only get the latest news about ML Nation, but a sneak peek inside the life of an entrepreneur. Uh, as you count this a little early today, had a very eventful weekend, so, uh, but I need to get this done. Okay, show up, getting it done, I think that's a common lesson. So here are the latest adventures. I'm talking about the latest adventures I'm going through, my journey as a husband and father, my wins and things I'm learning about, my reflections and deep thoughts, what I'm currently reading and learning. And also in each episode, I'm going to share a valuable lesson to help build me a six-figure residual income and my own business that still pays me every week, even though I don't do anything anymore. All right, so many of you have contacted me through Facebook, email, and I figured this is the best way I can talk to you, share what's going on with my life. But I want you to know, I am not perfect, and I make a ton of decisions that I regret later on. So this is a real life sneak peek of the trials and tribulations of an entrepreneur. I say an entrepreneur that just won't quit. So my goal is to share with you how you can avoid the mistakes I made. Because I'll tell you one thing, is that my life is not easy, and I wouldn't want it easy, because an entrepreneur's life is never easy. By the way, if you like that, please share it. Okay, give me some thumbs up, hearts. An entrepreneur's life is never easy because it's a nonstop journey of new lessons learned. The reason why I do what I do is because of a bigger purpose of having a positive impact as many lives as possible and the fulfillment I get from helping others. That's why your business just can't be about, can't be just about making money, but it's got to be a bigger purpose. So what's your purpose in life? Anyway, if anyone ever tells you it's easy, once you made it, it's easy, they're either full of lies or BS, or they've never made it yet. So you're ready? Give me some thumbs up, heart share. Let's get this going. Um, if, you're, if you're listening to this, you're listening to this on a Wednesday. This was recorded on a Monday morning, two days before it airs on, a, on iTunes, iPad. Uh, share this. If you get up to 50, we will get a three live stream tickets away. So let's get this going. So let's welcome to this the behind-the-scenes episode of ML Nation and the Inside the Life of Simon Chan. So the first biggest news is John Maxwell. That is really huge. I'm super excited about that. Uh, being one of the top 15 leaders, trainers to speak on there. I'm super, super honored to be with guys like Holton Bugs, Sarah Faith Robbins, Mark Smith. He's like number one income earners at the company to be sharing the same stage as John Maxwell. Super, super honored. If you want to learn, go to mlnation.net forward slash Maxwell. Or for the next, another week or so, if you uh, uh, get on the Facebook live stream, if you hit over 50 people, three people get a free ticket. Okay, so... Um, I'm also doing a webinar. You get an email later on this week about a webinar I'll be doing about leadership. Since we're talking about leadership, I'm preparing this presentation for the speaking on stage in Atlanta. I will be doing that as well. Stay tuned for your inbox on Facebook. It'll be a webinar on Wednesday. That will be a week, uh, Wednesday, September 21st. All right, so what else is going on? Uh, too much stuff is going on, I think. That's the pr- problem for me. And talk about the journeys is I think the the most important thing is to say no, right? The give up list. And I feel that I've given up so many things and still I need to say more, no to more things. And by the way, Obi is right there in the background. Um, and 
trying to fit these daily Facebook lives. And one of the things uh, that I think helps help me become successful, but also can be a curse sometimes, is I'm very I go all out, and I'm when I do something, I am consistent. So trying to find a consistent time in my day to provide value, do these Facebook lives, um, has been a little challenging because I want to find a good time that's good for you all, for you for in the U.S., also for my friends in Australia. By the way, speaking of Australia, I'm going out in less than a month. I'm super, super excited. October 7th and 8th in Melbourne, then to Brisbane, then to Sydney, to Perth. You can check out the schedule, mlnation.net forward slash tour. By the way, we hit 20, so let's get it on. 53 people get a live stream ticket, right? And Obi's waiting. By the way, let me just grab hey, Emmanuel. You won a ticket yesterday. Emmanuel Etzer. You're on there. Hey, Kershia. So please private message me. I'll give you the link for your free ticket. You're one of the uh, lucky winners yesterday. So let me grab Obi here. So Obi uh, has the tendency to super go, you know, programming? Talk about how we program for success. Uh, and dogs, I learned a lot about that from training people. If you program, like we're programmed, maybe lackable, you know, maybe uh, rich or the rich people are evil or greedy to be wealthy, all that stuff. I learned a lot about programming just training Obi-Wan when he was young. You know, just like he's conditioned. He's so smart, I'm telling you. He barks and he, we're afraid to wake up the baby, right? So every time he barks, we, we, he knows tricks. I, I say a magic word. Now, I can't say that magic word right now because I'm holding him. Then he's expecting a treat. If I say this certain word, he'll come, come down, he'll stop barking, and we'll give him a treat. So he's conditioned now. He's so smart. He intentionally will go bark and go to actually my baby, in front of my baby's room and bark to wake him up. Because, you know, every time he does that, we're going to say this magic word to get him, bring him down the stairs, and he's going to get his treat. So I'm telling you, it's... Uh, so right now, the only way to do it is hold him while I'm doing this podcast. If you like him, please give him thumbs up and hearts. He's part of the show here, Obi. So give up list, okay? So let me go to go talk about a few things. Uh, lots of things going on in my life. I've been asked to speak at different company events now. Uh, of course, they're very exciting, but trying to find a balance and still have a life. Uh, it also is be with fa- family, but also importantly, we, we have 20 days to the end of our quarter. Okay, we go by quarterly meetings and trying to, I think one of the keys is staying focused and not be distracted by other opportunities and whether opportunity is good or not, saying no to them. That's a constant challenge for me. And I'm asking myself, what else can I give up? So uh, I talk about one of the things that's a strength. I'm really focused in doing something, but at the same time, I can also, uh, I'm very, very consistent, but it takes up the time. So I'm doing these Facebook Lives seven days a week now. We do the simulcast, by the way, this past week with an amazing show with Brandon and Jessica Hayes, Cedric Penn, and also uh, another one we did was uh, Sandy Watkins, right? Amazing, but it takes up my time. Now that I'm doing these Facebook Lives, providing a lot of value, but it takes a little bit more time, I'm always asking myself, what do I need to give up? So that's a question you need to ask yourself. If you're going on a run, like people say, I'm going on a 90-day run, I'm going, on a, I'm going for this rank advancement. You have to make sure you know, you have to create things that, you know, like... Uh, to take to create things or you have people that help you out with things or give up a lot of things. Otherwise, you're never going to have time to do that. It becomes very frustrating. So I feel like right now, being very transparent and honest. And by the way, if you like my honesty and transparency, thumbs up. Please share this. I'll get people on here. Okay, we need to hit 50 people, by the way, on this live stream. Uh, but the problem is, right now is um, Facebook Live is doing awesome for me. But I feel that other parts of the business is being neglected a little bit. 
because it's just not enough time because I'm still being a father and a husband. And for me, the challenge is what do I need to, what can I give up? Do I need to outsource it, delegate it? What do I need to do? That's a constant question I'm asking myself. Now, um, my mom, you know, my mom is coming, which is exciting, you know. Uh, also, let's see what we have here. Dallas, uh, hey, Dallas from Melbourne, what's going on? Melbourne, October 7th and 8th, I'll be there. So let's get this to 50. Uh, Emmanuel won a free live stream ticket. So did Rain, Brian Anderson. Three, we'll get 50. We'll get three more people. All right. Um, talking about being successful is going deep, okay? Like, I've been doing Facebook Lives for five, six weeks, and I'll tell you, like six weeks ago, I think when I started, I really had no idea what I was doing. No idea. I've made tremendous progress in the last five, six weeks because going deep is being, being really, 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 really good at one thing. Uh, and that's actually one of the keys to success was when I started prospecting, I got really, really, really good at the invite. And then I did it. I couldn't close, but I got really good. I just kept practicing over and over again, talking to lots of people. And then I got really good at you know, the presentation. Then I got really good at closing. But but focusing focusing on it, I think I focused on just the inviting, uh, inviting the closing for basically my first year in the business. Before I and and you know the downside was I was terrible in training and do I didn't get any duplication, but I was very good at sponsoring people. So whatever your weakest skill is, go really deep at it. If you want to go like the Facebook Live, by the way, Facebook Live has been a great tool. Go really and do it consistent. One of the easiest ways to learn is doing it every single day, right? 30 days. And sometimes I do it two or three times a day. Maybe that'd be overkill. Like I said, I have a very addictive personality, all-out personality, but that's been helpful. I go all-out, all-in. So whatever you're doing, go all-out. And one of the biggest mistakes is, oh, I want to, people feel like I want to do everything. They have, you know, the, the myth of multiple streams of income. I want to do everything. You can't do everything. You can barely do one thing really, really, really well once. Because once you go deep in something, there's so much you can do. So, for example, like now I'm going deeper in Facebook Live. You're watching on Facebook Live. This is broadcast on a desktop computer, not on a mobile phone. There's just so many things you can do. Now, on the mobile phone, there's a lot of things you can go deep on, right? Like, uh, for example, I talked about, I learned about new lenses that you can put on the phone to widen the lens. You get it better. I'm learning about, the, you know, the whiteboard, right? The whiteboard, I'm using the whiteboard. I love the whiteboard. I love teaching on the whiteboard. I can write backwards on the whiteboard, but I get this glare on it with the lighting. Now, I got to learn that. So if you really want to, I think the reason why people, most people are not successful, they don't go deep in mastering something. So if you want to master prospecting, do you know how to talk about the different type of prospects? Do you know about uh, you know, just like a home meeting, we're going to do a home meeting, or the nuances of a home meeting. You can be so. There's so many things about a home meeting. For example, product display. Where's with how's the TV position? Where's the couch? What type of refreshments afterwards? Uh, what type of music you play in? What time you set it up? Right. Just figure out this Facebook Live time. For me, took a long time to figure what's best for everyone else here. And so, hey, Lynn, how's it going? Lynn, Toby, Jr. So. Whatever you do, go deep, go master. Don't do too many things. And, and, and what's relevant to your business, if you're doing co-market, co- like on the food court, right? Most people just go, oh, I'm going to go to the mall and meet some people, and that's it. Go there seven days a week, spend two or three hours there, you get really good at it. Most people, they just do a little bit, they stop, and then they lose the effect of the compound effect because you get you know, the compound effect, you improve a little bit, 1% a day. You really don't get that unless you do that consistently. So one of the things I've been doing is Facebook Live, going deep. Like I said, the downside is it takes a lot of my time and i got to find out other things to give up. So actually one of the things, 
I am, you know, we have our quarterly meetings next week is figure out what things can I give up in my business so I can go be, become this expert here. So, uh, and then, you know, Facebook Live just with the desktop is a whole new experience that's been actually very fun and enjoyable. I've been doing my trainings, posting on the group, uh, like on my coaching calls in the groups. So that's been very helpful. Hey, John from the UK, what's going on? By the way, get this to 50. If you get this to 50, we're at 26 right now. If we get to 50 live viewers, you get a giveaway three live stream tickets, okay? You're watching an actual broadcast, a recording of a show that's going to go on, go on air this coming Wednesday. Okay, uh, what else is going on? You know, I'll tell you the toughest, toughest thing. Let's shift gears a little bit about being an entrepreneur is uh, we need to hire help here in L.A. We need to hire help at home. Uh, my mother-in-law is here. I'm super, super grateful. I think you probably heard me say this many times. But, you know, it's tough to live with in-laws. And it's been really, it's been really tough. I can't wait for her to leave. Now, I'm super grateful, super, super grateful for her. Uh, but it's just tough. You know, I feel like this is, you know, in terms of my house, I've been living here for two months. The only place in my house I feel like it's mine is my office here. Okay, in my garage, I have it all set up. Everything's good. But uh, everything else in the house, you know, when you're living other people, they have the different living conditions, standards. It's very difficult. Difficult. So. Um, so she's leaving on the n- next week. So I'm going to Florida uh, to Ray Higdon's event. Again, I'll go to generic events to learn, learn, learn. I'm always learning. It's a great event. And then I'm coming back. Yeah, it is tough. Uh, Aquanetta. I like your name. Aquanetta. What a unique. Aquanetta Lewis. Thank you for sharing that. And I come back on Sunday night, and then she's leaving on Monday. Right, and then I'll be good. And then my mom is supposed to come on Monday to help out because uh, just you know, I have quarterly meetings, and then I have uh, going to the Maxwell thing, and my mom's coming out. And they just found out today that she cannot come on Monday; she's going to come on Friday instead. So there you go. Um, it's not you know, don't wish for less problems; wish for more wisdom. So how I'm going to hand do my quarterly meetings and take care of the baby? Because my wife does work two days a week. Yeah, so uh, it's going to be a very interesting experience. You know, my business partner, as of right now recording this, doesn't even know this yet. Lori Ann Reber from Kansas. What's going on? Hey, Lori, let's get this to 50. We're at 27 right now. If we hit 50, three people will get a free live stream ticket Okay, so to the Maxwell event. So let's get to 50. Um, by the way, do you like this? Do you like this sharing this? This is like these behind-the-scenes episodes because I've done them. I haven't gotten that much feedback online, but maybe from this Facebook Live. If you like these, let me know. Because uh, I'm actually sharing, I'm growing as well. I'm just not stagnant, okay? I am not stagnant. I'm growing as well. If you like this, please let me know. Now, another thing that's been changing, I think being a leader is about dealing with change. Dealing with change is my son went to kindergarten, okay? Uh, my other kids went to, uh, my other kid went to his new school now in daycare because we moved. So, Good, good. Thank you. Um, it's good to know that these are helpful because I'm doing these. Um, I, I used to do these, not do Facebook Live. I used to just pr- record them for the podcast, for the show. But it's good that you find them helpful. So it's all about change. I think a leader is a catalyst. Catalysts have to adapt to change, right? Don't criticize, complain. Every time I feel, oh my goodness, and my son, and we have a, we're in a parent-teacher, um, parent-teacher school where the parents are mandated to volunteer certain amount of hours. So we've got to do this, do that. So just when I thought I had my routine down, Things are different again, and now with my son, uh, is a drop-off schedule, it's all different. So uh, there's more changes, and I think the big thing is there's no system at home. Okay, going back to the mother-in-law, I'm a person about systems, systemizing things, right? Doing things a certain way. So when I had my nanny back then, every day I would eat lunch at a certain time. I always eat the same food at the same time, and I think that's one of the things that has really helped me out. Tito, what's going on, Tito? 
Um, one thing that's helped me out is decision fatigue, eliminating decisions. By the way, that's one of the best things I've done is I dress the same. You know, this ML Nation shirt, someone asked me how many of them I have. I have like 15, 17 of them. I wear the same thing every day, right? I, if I'm for uh, personal casual, I have the same gray polo, gray uh, polo shirt. If I'm do business casual, I have a gray Henley. If I speak on stage, it's a silver suit. It's the same thing over and over again. So I used to have this thing systemized. But now with my mother-in-law, I can't boss it around. I can't tell her, hey, this is not my system. Do it. So it's been really difficult. I'm actually super excited when she leaves. It's going to be more work for me. But I actually can finally set up systems, hire someone, and do things according to my way. Because you just can't tell mother-in-law what to do. All right. So... Thank you for that. Okay, there's no facades here. Uh, so that's one of my challenges. I feel like I'm not leading at home. It's tough to lead at home when someone always has comments about what you're doing because it's not my home. Again, the only, so that's why our house is still kind of a mess. Boxes is everywhere because I want to put things my way, but you know, people have their own different opinions. So once she leaves, things will be a lot better. Uh, actually, probably be a lot better after Australia. So I still got... Uh, my mom's coming, my dad's coming, and then I'm in Australia. Australia's the only time I travel for more than a couple of days. So if you're out in Australia, this is your chance. You're spoiled. I'd even do this in the U.S. So you can go to mlnation.net forward slash tour for Australia. Okay, so what else is going on here? Um, the, you know, the upper, the pull-up bar, okay, pull-up bar. That is one thing that's I realized I'm scared of still, and... If you don't know this, I started sharing this in episode like 204. I hang on a bar, a chin-up bar, for two minutes. Now, I have hit it to two, two and a half minutes now. So since I started sharing my fears, my, you know, my mentor, coach mentor that rocked me, that told me why am I scared, since I shared that episode a couple, maybe like two months ago, I've been able to improve by 30 seconds. My hands are really calloused, but I have a really strong grip. My forearms are way you know, stronger, um, but... It is about fear and mental toughness. Every morning I do it. And one thing I notice is like, even though it's a kind of physical thing, it's really mental, right? The physical, it does hurt my arms, but I can hang. I hang as long as I can. I start out hanging out two minutes. Uh, actually, I start out hanging out one thirty. I'm pushing myself. Now, this is not doing a pull-up or chin-up. Just hang. For those who don't know, just take a chin-up bar and hang it. Hold on there. See how long you can hang for. I'd be able to get it for 2.30. Today, I kind of wimped out and did a 2.18. I normally end up 220, 225. My all-time best is 230. Um, I realized how much I sleep has nothing to do with it. There's nothing physical. It's all mental. And the more, every time I'm relaxed, if I'm like kind of meditating through it, I can make it. But every time I panic, I'm thinking, oh, I'm distracted, thinking about what I have to do, or oh, I'm spending time, I'm thinking about the time, I miss it. And so, if you want to go back, I forgot the episodes, the first behind-the-scenes episodes, go back to a couple episodes, I think there's a thumbnail with me up with the bar there, that is something that I uh, still don't, I kind of dread it in the morning because of the pain, but I think the it's not really the pain, I realize the fear of not making it, and I'm kind of dulling myself that, hey, if even I don't make it, I won, and I tell you, it feels good, because I did something to push myself every day, it's the first thing I do when I get out of my bed, is to hang on that bar. Right, and the thing is, sleep doesn't matter, so it's not physical. One of the best times I ever did was when I actually was going to Utah about, uh, you went to Utah two weeks ago for a one-day trip. I slept like three and a half hours because I slept the rest on the plane, and that was my all-time best record. So, and then those days I slept a lot when I missed it. I totally jinxed myself out. All right, here is something that is, um, that has been really, really important I learned, okay? 
at the top of the subconscious mind is before you go to sleep, ask yourself, what's the most important thing that, and I'm going to answer some questions. Alex, you asked a question. I'm going to answer that, okay? And for those who are listening to the podcast, you get a bonus question. By the way, if you like this, please give a heart, thumbs up. Let's get to share this. Okay, share this with others. Um, here's the most important thing. Let's get your subconscious mind. Ask yourself, what's the most important thing that you need to accomplish in your personal life right now? And then you ask that question. Okay, Write it down as a question on a piece of paper, on your journal. And when you go to sleep, you look at it. You, that's the last thing. You make it, see if you can make it that the last thing you think about before you close your eyes. And I'll tell you, it's incredible. Your subconscious mind works while you sleep, while you're sleeping. That's incredible. It, it, I'll, I'll give you two examples. So one of them was, you know, we're our old house. We rented out. We need a tenant. And anytime you know you have a house that you have, a, you know, in California, you have a big rent, big mortgage. You have to pay the mortgage, and it's empty. It causes some financial issues, right? Financial stress. And I ask myself every night. It's like, and now I, when I first came in, I was so focused, excited to move in here. I didn't do it. And then I was like, well, we got to get this house moved out. So I, my, the most important question was how to get the house rented out by September first at this rent. And we asked high. Okay. Once, so what, now what's the most important thing I need to accomplish in my life right now, Lori, is be more specific. Right? So my question was, what's the most, you know, how do we get my house rented out by September 1st at this rent? Okay. And we charge like $3,900. Okay? That's $3,900 a month. How can I get my house rented for $3,900 a month by September 1st? So you probably, some of you who don't live in California, well, oh my goodness, $3,900 for a house probably think it's crazy. But if you live in Melbourne, Australia, it's probably pretty cheap, right? So that was the thing I asked myself. And but, uh, incredibly, right? Within two and a half, three weeks, the house got rented. And we got rent, we rented exactly, and I'll tell you, the 3900 price, I just came out that price out of nowhere. Kelvin Determination Lim, what's up from Melbourne? I just pulled that, you know, uh, we actually make positive cash flow on that. Okay, we make positive cash flow. And it, I didn't look at comparables. I priced above the comparables. It turned out it's a really good rental, a rental market right now. I wrote it down and wrote it down and I looked at it every single day. I'll tell you, incredible things start happening. I started seeing opportunities. I started paying more attention. I started taking action to get the house ready. Before then, I was lazy. I, I mean, because driving to the house is 20 minutes away. I, I was like, oh my God, I got to drive down, take care of it, make sure, sure the, 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 the pain is done. Or my wife, actually, to her credit, she did a lot of, she worked at the handyman, but I wouldn't follow with my wife. I'll make sure, hey, are, we, are we getting stuff done, honey? Are we, what's going on? Are, you know, we weren't on the, working closely with the agent. Ever since I started writing that thing down, magical things happen, and we got, I'm telling you, the subconscious mind works when you sleep. Okay, give them thumbs up or hearts if you like that. Do that. So if you, for example, um, it's like, how can I bring more prospects to my home meeting next week? Maybe that's it. Write that question down. Okay. Again, the most important question. Don't write like 10 of them because it's hard. What's the most important question in your personal life and most important question in your business life? Now, here's another thing that happened, right? And so our business, we wanted to increase our revenues by the first uh, five days, seven days. So the question was in our funnel, in our online marketing funnel, how can I increase the profits in our funnel? Okay, in our marketing funnel. And that was the most important question I asked. How to increase or make our funnel more profitable? 
right? I wrote that down every single day. And that was going for five, six weeks. So that was one of our quarterly goals. And by, believe it or not, out of nowhere, like I, I had all these ideas. I have to change up the online, the webpage, all that stuff. And the webinar needs to be updated. I mean, the up, webinar is great content, but can convert a little bit better. I thought about these things. I'm going to do a webinar. But just before I actually start working, I, I'm so thankful I didn't work on it. I came across a course, an amazing course, like a thousand something, $2,000 course, that was one of the best courses I've seen. Now, that course, a year from now, may not be the best course. But right now, at this point, I needed it. It came to me. And I've been going through that course, devouring that course, like no tomorrow. And then all these other opportunities, give me ideas, came about. So that's what I've been writing on. So before you go to sleep, do that. It's been worked wonders for me. What The most important question in your personal life and I, I, personal life is important because without a personal life, you can't have a business life. And the second is, what's the uh, second question is, what's the most important thing in your business that you need to do? Okay, so it's super important things. And I don't know if you can hear Obi whining. I trust me, do that for thirty straight days. You've been and do that right before you go to sleep and you think about that. You know, because what happens? You, it's kind of like on the radar. It's on your radar. You, we naturally take action on those things. And like just like the, the whole getting the house rented out, we get the tenant. You know, my agent did the work, but I was on top of it. I talked to my wife. We were both on top of it. I was going back. Even when the days I don't want to go back, I'll go back to just to check up on it. And we got the house. And now we have a passive income, another passive income stream. Okay, it's, it's passive. We're actually pro, pro, uh, profitable on the property. So advice, write the most important question. By the way, Obi is going crazy. Obi, you want to speak on the mic? You maybe can hear him. Okay, anyway. so You hear that? Okay, that's Obi whining. So, Obi, we're almost done here. Lastly, give us some hearts for Obi. Poor Obi's putting up here. Okay, Obi's here, uh, whining here, and hugging him as we're doing this show. Uh, you know, once you could see this, I can't let him in there because once he goes in, he could start barking, waking up the kids. So, because my mother-in-law will give him treats to prevent him from barking. So, Obi. Um, 30 straight days right before you go to sleep. Yes, do that. You know, but Ernest Hemingway, the writer Ernest Hemingway did that all the time. You know what he used to do? He used to write and, and st- write and stop in mid-sentence and just think about the sentence. And when he woke up, the first thing he did was finish that sentence. And that's how he wrote his books. And a lot of top performers, creative artists, they are poets, writers, they do that as well. All right. Um, last thing is, I think, I'm going to wrap up the show, but I'm going to take a question. Uh, the question that, uh, by the way, uh, Alex is going to say, Alex, if you were to set a prospecting goal when you're getting started, and by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, get on my Facebook Live, I'll answer your questions. If you were to set a prospecting goal when you're getting started in your new business, how would you write it down? So, um, great question. So, how, so it all goes back to presentations, right? Uh, I wouldn't say, how do I sign up one person a week? You can start off with that. How can I sponsor one person a week? That was my initial goal. How to sponsor one person a week. But then it's, it's like, where does the sponsorship come? The sponsorship comes from presentations. So say, if I did, uh, I knew if I did five presentations, or in the beginning I wasn't that good, if I did 20 presentations, I can definitely get one. So if I said, if I did do 20 presentations, uh, I could get one sign up. So I would, I would ask myself, Alex, how could I do 20 presentations in a week? All right? How can I get 20 presentations in a week? Now, if you think back to that, where did presentations come? They come from talking to people. So how many people do you need to talk to to do 20 presentations? Maybe you have to talk to, let's say, 100 people to talk to. Now, of course, these numbers can be a lot lower. If you're a lot better, your skill set gets better. But if I was starting out, it's like, I need to talk to 100 people. I can get 20 presentations. Of course, 80 would say no. 
out of out of ten, eight would say no, two would say yes. So my most important question, Alex, would be how can I talk to hundred new people a week? That's the question I would ask you. And every day I'll be thinking about it. How can I talk to hundred new people a week? And then all of a sudden, when you start seeing that's all you think about opportunities come up. You see like, oh, I'm going to the coffee shop. There's people here. Uh, you know, I, I, I talked to a prospect that said no, it's being very negative. I don't care about that person because I still got 90 other people to talk to this week. So you're not going to worry about the ones who say no or trying to convince people. You focus on the numbers. So you work backwards. So that's what I did when I first started. How can I talk to 100 people a week? Because so out of 100, I knew I'd get like 10, 20 presentations. And out of 10, 20, I'll get one or two signups. Okay, so Alex, if you like that advice, please give me some thumbs up and hearts. Um, that is what you work backwards. Okay, so that's it for the show. Uh, uh, and by the way, you're on Facebook Live. Stay on. Uh, stay on. I have one or two more things to say, say. But for those listening on the podcast, hey, if you like these episodes, please share it. Please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes as well. They really uh, mean a lot. Not just for me, but also for the MLM community for them to find us. And let me know if you like this behind the scenes episodes, sharing you my challenges. Uh, by next time we talk, I'll be getting ready exactly. Um, f- actually, my in law will have left. My mom will be here. We see if there's any progress at home. Okay? And also, and that's the one thing I've noticed that is, you know, actually, uh, I actually didn't share about this. One thing I noticed was that who you're becoming, right? Who you're becoming. And I haven't been sleeping as much. And because also, of uh, the in-law, I haven't been eating as healthy because I want to eat certain type of foods, but it's hard to feed your kids when there's other family members giving advice and suggestions and stuff. So I have, who am I becoming? I have not been as healthy as I normally am. I still work out. I, now, I haven't done yoga. I haven't done yoga once in the last 10 days. I normally do a 10-minute, I don't do like an hour yoga, a 10-minute yoga uh, every day of the week I used to do it. And I haven't done it in 10 days. So that's a question you should always ask yourself. Who am I becoming? Am I becoming better? I'm probably definitely becoming really good good with the Facebook Live, but I'm not as healthy as before. Why? So you find out, and that's how you make improvements. So one of the things I plan to do once, uh, to systemize, going by systemized eating, systemized food shopping, eat out less, get some way to cook, get healthy foods. That's what I plan to do. So anyway, ML Nation, I think I spoke long enough. This is the behind-the-scenes episode. If you like this, please let me know. Uh, just go out there, you know, just but know that, if you're struggling, hey, we're all going through challenges. Don't wish, like Jim Rohn says, don't wish for less problems. Wish for more wisdom. ML Nation, remember, we're in the business to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. 